What's up, guys? Super excited to be talking to you guys today. And the reason why is because today we go in deep. We talk to no other than Henry Aaron Westbrooks. Henry has done really well in his business and being able to not only leverage his business, but also to build a brand on top of that. Henry dives in and gives us those strategies and helps us understand how he was able to do this successfully and take his business to the next level. Guys, I have nothing else. Uh, Henry, take over. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to be on here. It's a blessing, as always. Uh, thanks for the introduction as well. I'm Henry Aaron Westbrooks, 26 years of age, currently living in Southern California, and I'm originally from New York. Long story short, I've got a good education degree from a Division One university in communication, and since my graduation, I've been on the path of entrepreneurship and sales uh, for the most part. So I'm a CEO. My company is called iGrow Club. What we do is specialize in bringing your personal or business brand, specifically on Instagram, to the world. Uh, we bring you to the forefront, we get your marketing on point, and we get you the exposure that most people are uh, struggling to get with social media these days. On top of that, I'm actually heavy into the solar industry, currently right now in Southern California, plus I do real estate. So I know it sounds like a lot because it is a lot, dual license, working by coastal, really got my hands in a lot of different things because I believe in creating multiple streams of income. Uh, just like some of my top mentors, like, you know, the Warren Buffetts, the Mark Cubans, you name it. These people own multiple businesses. So that's kind of the vision I've created for myself. And in addition to all of that, I actually have a podcast myself. So uh, you guys make sure you do follow me on Instagram at Henry Aaron Westbrooks. I'll pull it up right here. Shoot me a direct message and I'm pretty active on there. I'm pretty responsive. So. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now uh, in a nutshell. Sweet. So, like, when did you, like, yes, sir. when did you know you were going to be, like, an entrepreneur? Like, when did that, you know, come to the forefront? Like, this is something that I want to do. As long as I can remember, uh, I've always had the entrepreneur spirit, right? Like, literally, before I even hit 10 years old, I was on the driveway doing yard sales. I was creating lemonade stands. I would just do anything that I could. Uh, within reason to get money because I noticed from an early age that the people with money had all of the power. The people with the money were the people who had the control. And it was like, if I wanted something and I didn't have the money, well, I couldn't do it or I couldn't go there or I couldn't have it. So it's like I made a quick connection to money equals freedom, money equals, you know, choices, you know. So I would say, dude, like really honestly, like at a really early age, like the age of six or seven, you know, yeah. Yeah. So like way back, dude, like way back. So when you first started off, like what was something that you kind of did? Like what was that first step you took in your entrepreneur uh, lifestyle? Once we hit the real world, you know, once it got to the point where I'm like, all right, man, I'm not going to work for anybody. You know, I, I mm-hmm. had a lot of different jobs. Uh, some of them were great. Some of them not so great. I've gotten fired from jobs and I've quit jobs. So the whole working for somebody concept is great, you know, and they, it, it's not necessarily not. It's not that it's not for me. It's just that I know that I can do something uh, by myself, and I knew I always knew that I could do something by myself and not have to clock in or be told when to go, where to go. 
when to go on lunch, when to go on bathroom breaks and stuff like that. Uh, and, and the first step that I took was, was realizing like, okay, just knowing my worth. Like I realized my worth, you know, I was going into work, clocking into a schedule. I remember getting paid like seven twenty five an hour, hmm. you know, and I get a quarter raise to seven fifty, you know, and then I finally got to like ten fifty, and then like $12 an hour was like a big deal. Like that was 10. And I look back at that now and I'm like, yeah, like that's slavery. Literally that's that modern is. day slavery, dude. Rat race. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's the rat race. It's the nine to five. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like, it's not bad because there are specific, you know, there's specific industries that you can make a decent living during a nine to five period, especially, you know, if that's where, where you want to be within your realm. The thing about me is like, you know, I, I knew that when you created something, nobody can really take it away from you. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're going into a job, it, it, it's not necessarily secure. You know, I like challenges. I like risk. I like creating. I'm very big on taking ideas and then manifesting them into reality. So that's what the, you know, that's just one of the best parts about being an entrepreneur. You know, you you, you have a lot of hats that you're wearing and you're always working. You're always networking and delegating and figuring out what you need to do um, because you're not being told what to do, you know? So I think that was one of the biggest steps for me was like, man, I know my worth. And it's like, I don't need to be told what to do. I'm just going to tell myself what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you like, I mean? yeah, with the with the whole nine to five situation, like for me, one of the biggest things is if you are in that situation, one of the best things to do is to actually like learn from it. You know what I mean? Like you, you have people there who are successful and people there that can teach you the steps that can get you out of that situation. Because in the end, they've probably been there before to your level. And if, if you use them as mentors, then, you know, you can... Uh, succeed in one uh, in that lifestyle. So I would, I would, uh, I would definitely, yeah. Like, uh, but right now, I'll touch on that in just a second. But like, I would definitely not be where I am today if I didn't have some of these nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. I met some, certain people that literally were formative networking path. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I had those opportunities because I believe in everything happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you know, once you can step back in the moment, it's not always easy to figure out. However, maybe later on in life, you see, wow, you know. This was all set up the way it should have been. And, you know, you can learn from there. Currently, though, like you're asking me, man, right now I'm really focusing on solar in California. While I get to know the Southern California market and, and as far as real estate goes, those are really my two biggest focuses uh, with, I'd say it's about 33%. I'm doing 33% solar, 33% real estate, or at least it's kind of, it's, it's becoming this way. And then 33%. Uh, the social media marketing, you know, and that's the way, that's the only way I can operate. You know, a lot of people say, dude, just focus on one thing. Like, I can do, I can do it. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to do a million things. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, the one thing is just not, it just doesn't even make sense for me, dude. It never has, never will. You know what I'm saying? You go to school, did you ever, were they ever just teaching you one subject? Mm, never. Nah, dude, you'd, have, you'd pull out like multiple subjects, bro. Like, I'm trying to master multiple <laughs> things. Like, yeah. The human brain is very like capable of doing this, mm-hmm. you know. So what I'm saying is, I've got a very good thing going in solar, mm-hmm. right? To the point now that I've got residual income, I've got current uh, clients, I've got referrals. I still am able to go out and generate income and work, which is great, uh, and that's created a nice foundation for me now, where I'm able to fund what I need to do uh, with the real estate, as well as invest into myself. Uh, for, you know, the Instagram marketing and personal branding. That's another thing I'm doing, you know, you could say is, is the personal branding, right, dude? So real quick on that, dude, everybody watching this, make sure you start a personal brand. Like you are 
the prize. Like you are the token and, and, and your success, like people are going to buy into you more than your product, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, if they don't like you, they, they, they're not going to do business with you. They're not going to buy your product. They're not going to do enjoy your service. Like they're just not going to vibe with you because they don't like you. So I've been working on creating a, a personal brand that people like dude, to the point where I'm able to just like, like I can put my name on a mechanical pencil and then sell it tomorrow. Like that, that's yeah. the power of building a personal brand because people just like what you do, what you represent. So that's kind of what, um, what I'm doing right now, man, all of that, you know, um, just as well as the networking thing, just, just networking with a lot of different people. Yeah. So like, um, can you try to like dive into personal brand? What? So basically if someone's yeah. trying to build a, a brand, a personal brand, what is like some of the steps you would tell them to do to get started with that? I've actually created a simple step. It's like a three-step formula that I've created. I call it the ABCs and check this out. So it's ABCs, and this is literally like what I would do if I was like, right, I want to make a personal brand. I would start with these three. It's multifaceted, meaning there's there's more elements to, in each category, and I'll show you what I mean. So making sure this is clear, the first thing I would do is like focus on creating an audience, right? Like you need to have an audience. Because if you don't have an audience, then your brand is really just irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And the way the way you get an audience is literally by attracting them, right? So you have to attract an audience by getting their attention. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you got to attract an audience by getting their attention. And once you're able to do that, we're actually going to show you how to do some things like automation. That's what you want to be able to incorporate into your marketing plans when you're building a personal brand. Figure out who your audience is, figure out how to attract them, figure out how to get their attention, and then put that on automation, which means have it be automatic so that you can free up your time and do other things uh, that are more important to you. So that's key. And obviously, B would be the brand. Like, focus on the brand. Like, your brand is everything. You need to have a brand. You need to be able to build the brand. How do you build the brand? You need to be able to branch out, meaning like you're literally connecting with people and, and finding customers, finding clients. You're finding other people who you can add to your business. You're finding people who you can delegate work to, things like that, right? So it's almost like if this is your personal brand, it's like you need to create roots to a tree. You got the brand, great. You're going to build it like a tree grows. And then once you get to the point that it's built, you can start to branch out. And this is when, you know, your business starts to blow up. Does this make sense? Yeah. So these are the key things I would be focusing on if I'm building a personal brand. And if you do these things, I guarantee you, you'll blow up. Because once you hit them with content. I knew that was coming. And that's what this, that's what the C stands for. You got to have content. Exactly, yeah. Any content. Like, it's got to be. Well, we like to put, we like to call it contagious, right? So it's got to be contagious content, meaning it's got to have the ability to go viral, like a cough, like a common symptom, like it just catches on, right? And then once you do that, you just got to be content. You got to be consistent. Like you can't just post one thing and then think people are going to catch on. Like look at the biggest brands. They're always doing these things mm-hmm. all the time, 
all the time. It's just a revolution that they're constantly doing. Okay? And then, bottom line, if you add up all these things right here, like, all this is literally going to equal success. And then once you start to get some success, then you need to figure out how do you multiply other things that have success incorporated into it. Because success times success equals more success. So, for example, dude, you're at the point now where you got this personal brand going, dude, and it's like you got a podcast. People know what you're about. You're building it by getting new people on there. You're branching out. You got an audience. You're attracting them by bringing them cool stories, cool topics, awesome interviews, and you're getting their attention by posting content and you're keeping it consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's contagious. Like this is all should be a no brainer for people. Right. However, those are the things I would focus on. Now, if that's too much, if you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. That's crazy. Like I can't, I can't even catch up. I can't even keep up. Like, Number one, figure out what it is like you want to even do, like what it is that you represent. Like that would be the key thing. Like what is your brand going to be about, right? And then start implementing all those different things. So like when you're when you're building a brand, and let's say you do get that brand built, are you getting to the sales side of it as well? Like are you trying to sell them something, or are you just more or less trying to build a brand uh, to get and gain exposure? Yeah. So you ever heard of uh, like Gary Vee? Yeah. So Gary Vee is a good example. And this is just generally speaking in life. I'm a real big believer in giving before mm-hmm. receiving. Uh, Gary Vee's got a book called, I think it's called uh, Jab, Jab, Hook, which really yeah. implies the principle of give, give, take. So when you're on social media, like, dude, people are not going to always just be ready to buy stuff. Like they don't, they don't, they're more like looking for entertainment rather than like consumption. So they need to be stimulated by your content. Like they need to be like giving value and then offer the sale. Mm-hmm. More value, more value, free stuff, free value, free content, free information, free knowledge. Oh, by the way, I have a product. So I would focus on giving a lot before I ever try to ask for anything. Because once you've given people a lot, then they almost feel obligated in some way to like, dude, this dude, this person, this woman, whoever, this, this, this public figure has this provided so much value and now they got a product that seems valuable it only mm-hmm. makes sense uh for me to for me to continue into the uh, transaction so does that make sense does that yeah. answer the question absolutely so like you're more or less just like building a funnel like you're at the top of the funnel and you, you're trying to get people to basically get the experience and uh gain knowledge and what you're doing and you know, what you're selling and then you bring them basically towards the middle of the funnel where now, you know, you're jabbing them a little bit, jabbing, and then like bring them to the bottom of the funnel where you right hook them. That's basically what you're saying. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and that's really the thing that a lot of people are struggling with. dude. Mm-hmm. Like so many people are like, yo, I'm going to create this personal brand. I'm going to create this business. And they go straight, they go straight for the, like the, the kill. Like they go straight for like the sale. Like, dude, I, I don't know you. Like, I, I'm just all of a sudden just seeing you. You haven't really given me any value. You know not you know what I'm saying? This is like, this is how people, this is how the consumer's thinking on the other side of their phone. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, I don't know what this brand is about. I have, they have no clout. They have no real network going. They don't really have an audience. They, they I don't, I don't see 
why I would just buy into this. It seems a little bit quick. You know, it's almost like when you got a chick and, and it's like you see a hot chick. You're like, yeah, the brand looks good. It could be a hot logo. Mm-hmm. The website could be hot. And maybe you could get lucky. You know, but most of the time you got to kind of, there's got to be more elements incorporated into it before you just buy it, before she's going to let you, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you can't just go straight for it all the time. You know, there's got to be some elements of, you know. You got to take her on dates and stuff like that. Well, yeah. And, and follow up, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and building rapport. And that's what this is all about. You know, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of businesses, they don't realize that the biggest brands and the business successful companies, they're successful because they've been able to generate repeats clients for the most part mm-hmm. yeah new clients are always coming in too but like the biggest brands have like repeat customers repeat clients because like their loyalty is there like customer loyalty like i bet if you had an iphone 6 you've probably got an iphone every time they dropped it exactly you know what i'm saying that's what a lot of the people don't realize it's like yeah your people focus on the front end too much like dude yeah anybody can make a sale real quick mm-hmm. but can you build can you build a, a list of customers mm-hmm. of, of that that is that is valuable because they believe in your brand and your support you know, and, and things like that, because that's where that's where it's really at, you know, and uh, it's, that's what's cool about being able to do the personal brand thing. It's like you create your own culture and people just naturally buy into it because, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you do, what you represent, you know, the things you provide, they're going to be all about it. They're going to be stoked. They're going to be looking forward to everything that you're about to drop. They're going to be looking forward to the new posts. They're going to be looking forward to the new content. They're going to be looking forward to the new products, the new event. Because it's like you created this culture that they've been looking for, just like the biggest brands have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, I usually when people talk about brands, I always bring up like Nike when I'm comparing it because you're not gonna go question a pair of Nikes. You know what I mean? You're just gonna buy it. Like you don't really need to see an ad to go buy Nikes. You just you just purchase it because you know the brand, uh, you know what they offer, and you know that they have a bunch of clout behind it, and it makes you feel better when you make that purchase. Right. Yeah. So. Kind of like let's yeah let's correlate a uh, brand with um, your solar uh, your solar business. Is that something that you know you guys are tying in together, or is that something completely different? Here's the way I look at it: like solar for me right now is just temporary. Like mm-hmm. as long, God willing, I'm gonna be here on this planet, so I'm gonna keep on building my personal brand as long as I'm here. Mm-hmm. In order to build a personal brand, I need a network of people. I need to constantly be getting income so I can invest into myself and buy things and do things that help me grow so the solar is really just my way to generate a lot of income to be Mm -hmm. honest stack it and then and then allocate the money into my other avenues plus it allows me to get better at sales better at people skills and communication so i'm using solar as realistically a vehicle to just generate as much cash flow as i can Mm -hmm. while helping people honestly helping people and helping the planet too so it's really just something that god put me into i'm I'm going to ride it out as long as i can uh and 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 benefit from it uh lucratively um and then you know when when the time comes um you know retire from that essentially and and again like i'm saying focus on you know it's hard to you know hard to say what's going to happen in the future right yeah absolutely the vision is uh you know the the big thing is like real estate development and, and then obviously doing some our big transactions, multi-million dollar luxury homes, uh, looking at, you know, Beverly Hills, looking at, you know, places like that, Malibu, uh, Orange County here. Uh, just just wanted to see what I can do with the real estate thing here. And what that'll do for me is give me tremendous amounts of insight on wealth generation. Mm-hmm. It'll give me a lot of business insight. 
and it, it can always be applied back into these personal brands that I'm creating. And I just want to be able to learn stuff and then give it back to people. So part of it, it's really selfless now that I'm thinking about it. Like what I do and why I want to do these things is selfless, bro, because I want to learn all these things so that, yes, I can be, you know, uh, comfortable, however you want to say it. But, dude, this is bigger than me, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm doing more than I can do or, or people think I should do because it's like, dude, I want to do more than people do. Yeah. The, the ability to build a personal brand helps me with the solar because I've, I've figured out how to build a solar brand, right? It's all marketing, dude, especially when you're an independent contractor. You're like, you are a brand. You're just the face of this solar deal. You're the face of the real estate deal. Like, if you're a real estate agent, dude, like, you need to apply the same principles. If you're, if it doesn't, dude, it doesn't matter. You need to apply these principles, like, in, in anything you're doing. Like, a personal brand, a business brand, a brand is a brand. You know what I'm saying? A brand of business, you apply those things, it's like all the same, dude. And that's what I loved about it. It's like I've, I've cracked the code now where it's like anything I do, I can just take the same recipes and apply it to like the same situation, dude. Like, and it's huge. Like I could fucking go to law school for eight years, get my whatever the fuck doctorates, and then apply marketing on Instagram techniques and get new clients and, and, and be like the hottest you know, uh, doctor around here, buy billboards and use what I've learned because that's never going to be irrelevant. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the beautiful thing about this day and age, bro. It's like, we're on the cutting edge of like the bell curve of like, what's going on. Like if you, if you look at this shit right here, bro, like I hope the audience has seen this before. If you haven't seen this before, this is key. Like we're talking about the bell curve. Let me just let me just talk about this right here. This is some real shit. This is some statistics. If you guys want to be ahead of the kid, like you got to just know what's going on in economics, like what's going on in the world. So, for example, this is a picture here. Check this out. This is what we're talking about. Like it's 2020, people. Like it's the year 2020. Like I, we're having a fucking a conference with people who are on different like sides of the map right now on the screen. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It doesn't make any type of logical sense, but it's happening. So we got to wake up, man. People are not waking up. So check this out. In order to, to realize what's going on in the world, how to, how to apply science and psychology into your business, your brand, like you have to know these things. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to flop. Like that's why like, businesses and people don't succeed. Dude. They just don't know what's going on. They don't know the human psychology. They don't know. So it's like, study that shit. Know what's going on. Look at this picture. Anytime you drop anything, a business, a product, a service, an idea, for example, let's use solar right now for an example. It's Mm -hmm. a perfect example. Solar. Right now in California, we're about in a 13% penetration rate for solar, meaning solar was introduced to the marketplace. And then there was a group of people, like only about 2.5% of the population actually took action in the beginning. Those were called early, uh, the innovators rather, because innovators are what? People who just like do shit. Those are people who created solar. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people who fucking just like on the cutting edge. Those are like the people who do reviews for iPhones. Those are people who are like on that shit before things. The movie reviewers, like these people are fucking innovators because they're trying to shift the game, shift the culture. And then you got early adopters who were like, okay, I'm ready for it. You know, like, I think I'll I'll jump into it. Okay. When you're jumping into percentages, though, you're going to realize that the most, like, this is about 70%. This is about 34 plus 34. 
So you're looking at, you know, like 68%. You got early and late majority. So the majority of people are either going to fall under those categories. And what does this mean, though? This means that, like, if you're trying to get started, dude, like, not everyone's going to fuck with you in the beginning. <laughs> like, not everybody's even going to know you exist. Only a few people are. You're going to have to get known. You're going to have to focus on applying the ABCs to get to the point where it's like, oh, you're going you're to have people who believe in you, support you, but then you're going to have people who are like, yo, I see what's going on. And then you're going to have some people who are like, the majority of your fan base is coming from people who've done some research, they scroll through your page, they scroll through your reviews, they scroll through your company, they see your ads, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And then you're just catching on. And then there's going to be people, right, stay with me, who are like, right now, like, you're still using a flip phone, like, you're, you're hella late, like, like, you're a lagger, like, yeah. you haven't got your smartphone yet. Oh, shit, like, you haven't, you, you didn't hear that new Drake song yet? Like, you didn't get the new album yet? Like, you're fucking laggers. Like, this is how the world works. Like, you got to know, like, are people even catching on to you? Like, are people, where are you at as far as your brand goes? You know what I'm saying? Because once you get to a certain level, dude, it's like, like, you want to get here. Just know that. Like, you want, you want everybody to know about you mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, dude, I already got the majority of people knowing about me. And it's like, if you haven't heard about it, it doesn't really affect me or us or the business, right? Because, like, you're just lagging. You just call, you're just catching on. You know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get exactly so, what you're saying. This is, this is the principle of innovation and adoption and, 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 and like, lifestyle. Like, you're trying to innovate. Your, like, anytime you're dropping a business, a product, you're, you're essentially trying to innovate. You're mm-hmm. trying to bring something new to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You're trying to add something to the marketplace, right? And you're trying to get people to adopt that. Like, you're trying to get people to buy into it, right? So that's why it's so important that people know about this. Yeah, dude. That was, that's just, I wanted to, I just wanted to go off on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, people don't know this shit, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, dude. If only you knew this shit, you'd be like, all right, well, we need to, we need to wake up the population, you know? And it's like, dude, I'm going to bring this back for a second because here's some, this is some crucial shit, bro. Dude, let me ask you a question. I bet you, drop in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching, it doesn't matter. Just drop in the comments somehow or send a message. I want to know if it was, um, opinion on this. And I hope you guys all took notes on this. I want to know. I want to know, number one, if you guys are in business, what's your business? Number two. How long have you been doing it? Number three, how do you market yourself? Because marketing is essential. Now, I'm not going to say that you need to buy marketing because, as you know, there's a lot of companies who you've never seen a commercial for and they're successful, i.e. Lamborghini, i.e. Rolex. You just know about these brands, right? How does that happen? That's, that's going to be the bonus question. So, if you have a business, what is it? How long have you been doing it? How do you market it? And how do businesses and brands blow up without even marketing? Word of mouth? Like, what is it, right? Yeah. So, I want to just talk about this for a second, though, dude, because it's key. And if you want to succeed, you're most likely going to need some type of marketing. Whether you got people talking about you or you got advertisements running for you, it's just the way it is. So, long story short, hoping you can see this clearly. Like, if we're talking about marketing, you guys, this is basic, bro. This is like 101 for everybody. Like, if we're talking about marketing, what is the key word? What is the prefix in the word marketing, dude? Market. Dude, market. And if you, we, can go, we can go even deeper than that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this is actually the reality of it, but I'm, I, this is how I see shit. 
I see the word Mark. I see the word Mark. Before I see market, I see Mark. All right. That's the word market. But I see the word Mark. It's like... You know what I'm saying? Like, here's here's the world. So I'm trying to use this blue up a little more. Like, here's the world. Like, this is the water. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, do you guys even know, like, where you're going to be marketing? This goes back to the ABCs, like, the, your audience. Like, do you even know? Like, figure out who, where, what geographically, demographic you're going to figure it, like, to market to. Figure it. Market. Now you know. Like if you're in, like if for me, if I'm in, if I'm in real estate, if I'm in solar, like I need to know my territory. I need to know where the fuck I'm going. I can't just go random places every day. It's just it's not efficient. You got to know, especially if it's like somewhere where it's saturated, they don't need it, they don't want it, right? You got to go somewhere where it's like going to be relevant. So figure out, like, dude, mark, mark it. Figure out, like, mark your territory, right? Mark your territory. You know, like you build your building and then be there. People build Mark McDonald's here and a Starbucks there and a gas station there because they know there's people there. They don't go to the fucking desert and then put like a restaurant out there because there's no more people out there, dude. Yeah. So like nowhere, nowhere to be. Mark and then when it comes to market, dude, it's like what, what is when you think market, bro? What what do you do when when you go to a market? What are you doing? It's not a trick question. When you go to a market, what are you doing? Shopping services. You're shopping. Trading. You go to the you go to the market to shop. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about a financial market, the forex, and like none of that. I'm talking about the marketplace, like the market, meaning the consumers on Facebook, the consumers on the highways. You see billboards, people sitting down in front of the TVs looking at advertising. When you go to a market, you're shopping. So in order to get people to shop with you, to go shopping with you, your market has to make sense for them. Have you ever walked into a store? I'll bet. Put a, put a thumbs up on this fucking video right now if you've walked into a store. And the, as soon as you walked in, you were like, this is not it. Something about this place is just not it right now. Okay. I bet that's happened. Second, put a thumb up on the video if you walk into the store for something you want, only to find out that they didn't have it. Put a thumb on the video, a thumbs up, if you walked into a store, saw something you liked, thought about it, walked into another store, found something similar or the same, or maybe even better, and went with that instead. What were the psychological triggers and the reasoning behind all of that? Was it price? Was it customer experience? Was it the aesthetics? Right? There's so many things that people don't even think about when they're trying to get people to shop within their market, like within their store, their website. Like, this is so key. All right? So figure out where you're going to market. Make sure your market is actually appealing and has the things that the people want. Like, you can't just pitch donuts to people who are looking for hamburgers it doesn't make sense so you got to have exactly what the, you know the people audience wants now that that right there will create a that will create a revolution in the like in the shopping experience like you'll have people coming back again and 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 again 
that's longevity. That's yeah. a business. That's a portfolio. That's something you can sell. Yeah. I, I kind of want to, I want to cut in real quick. Businesses, dude, cut in there. Cause I'm never going to stop. Dude. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm telling you, Dude, so, so, so I'm, I'm going to like uh, kind of go off what you're saying um, and how you talked about Apple and marketing. Like I remember I never had yeah. an Apple phone when I was a kid. Right. Apple came out when I was around. I don't know, really young. Um, and I remember um, I was at a mall and it was Altamont Mall and they put an Apple store in there. Right. And I, at the time, I couldn't afford Apple. Right. So I go in the store at a very right. young age and I'm sitting yeah. on this Apple laptop, you know, playing Minecraft, enjoying everything about it. And guess what happened when I turned 18 years old and I got a job? I bought an iPhone because of that experience, right? It, it, and it wasn't it wasn't like I bought it right then and there. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't I, I didn't buy it two years later. I didn't buy it three years later. But because yeah. of the fact that they did that, they uh they marketed, they allowed you to actually touch their products. They uh had a, a guest um come in and say, um, hey guys, you know what? You can look at our products, you can touch our products, you can feel our products, enjoy it, and maybe down the line we're gonna get you to purchase it, right? And it's about building that longevity, about building that marketing experience, that that shopping experience, and being able to get that customer not just then and there, but also down the line. So yeah, I, I understand where you're coming when you say stuff like that. Huge point you just brought up, and listen to what I'm about to say. Talk to Snickers. Now, the reality of the situation is like, yo, let's do an experiment. Now, we don't even need to do an experiment because I already know the results. I already know. Like, here's the deal. People are too concerned about money, dude. Like, they're, like customers, yeah. Dude, like, your, your business won't fucking be shit without a customer, dude. Like, you will have no business. You'll go, if you have no customers. Because your business needs to thrive. That's the only way. It's the bloodline of your business is customers. Now, the point I'm making, though, is people are too focused on, like, getting customers all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Like, dude, do you know how much fucking money companies are dropping right now on just, like, advertising? Just just to get your attention? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just to be like, hey, I'm right here. Not even expecting any ROI. Not even expecting any real return on their investment. Just to be like, well, here I am. And you know what we call that? It's called building your brand awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, like in the beginning, you might not buy from me, but you heard about me. You see me. You saw me. You're going to see me again. And if I can continue to tap into this and show you that I'm here, I'm omnipresent. You got now your friends bought a product. Now you've seen the commercial here. You've seen that version of it. Mm. I've got, I've, I've marketed to you so many different ways. That's like retargeting on Facebook. Fuck it. You might then purchase. Mm-hmm. It takes seven t- It takes about seven times scientifically to, for somebody to really get closed. Unless like they're like really super impulsive and a lot of the cognitive biases have been hit. And like, you know, it was just, everything was lined up. Like most people need to see an advertisement at least seven times. They need to at least be told like, Hey, purchase this sign here like seven fucking times. Because it's something about people. They have this innate, thing that just, they just don't take action they say no they're afraid of change you know and that's just one side of it because then there's there's the the marketing geniuses dude who know that and they're they're really fucking good that's why like if you look at the super bowl right now bro it costs like four million dollars just to get a commercial package mm-hmm. in that bitch because they know like dude if you're gonna drop four million dollars during the super bowl you're gonna get so much exposure you got so many people watching almost all of america and yeah if i told you that you could get a Super Bowl commercial for, let's say, $100,000 and it's going to run for a day, would you think that was a good deal? For $100,000, there's Super Bowl. Absolutely. Dude, that would be a fucking steal. That would be amazing. That would be a steal, okay? 
because people are paying like a million, four million. So $100,000 would be stupid in a day. The point I'm making here is if you take that same $100,000 and put it into Facebook ads, internet ads, Instagram promoted posts, bro, do you know what $100,000 in a day <laughs> fucking budget would do for you? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be insane. Yeah. And that's what we've been able to do. We, we're literally hacking the corporate, like, media. Like, mm-hmm. the way that they've, they've been able to present. Like, dude, dude, like, 5, 10, 20, 30 years ago, whatever, how long ago, like, it was super hard to build a business. Like, and get yourself out there. You would had to build billboards. You had to do a lot more cold calling. And you had to do a lot more traveling. And you couldn't fucking do DocuSign. Like, you had to fucking print out shit and go places. And you fucking, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know because I barely experienced that shit. But I know that shit because it's like, dude, we are so blessed. Like, if you're struggling in 2020, 2019, and you're fucking, in America especially, and you financially fucked up, then you need to figure that shit out ASAP. Because it is so easy. Like, just wait, like. There's so many things that, you know, we can do and, and, and tap into that are here for us. Like Instagram, it's free. Hmm. It's free to post something, bro. Facebook. Um, yeah. It's it's free. It's fucking free to post on Instagram groups, Facebook groups like that. Like it's free. Like, you know, I mean, you want to start building this shit and then and, and leveraging and scaling. Then you're talking, yeah, money. But like, dude, like the, the God has given us this because it's like, dude. The times of having to work really fucking hard, like the industrial age, like coal mining and building shit, like that's still there. We still need that. And those people who are there to do that because they're not entrepreneurs like us. But, dude, we don't need to work that hard anymore. Mm -mm. We have tools, better resources. We don't need to fucking go out, get fucking dirty, break arms and shit, take fucking workers' comp, slip and break our necks to try to make 50 grand a year. When we can go ahead and set up a a business online that's going to crush millions passively. Or we can generate a sales base of clients who are going to send you referrals while you're sitting on the couch and you're drinking the fucking Mai Tai in Hawaii and you're closing deals over the internet. Like, it's ridiculous. We, Our grandfathers, our grandparents could not do this. So, if you're watching this and you are even, like, remotely in, like interested or, like, like on the fence of, like, dude, I want to do something. I hate my job. Or I don't hate my job, but it'd be cool to do this. Or I want a little bit more. Like, just tap into the moment that you have, which is now look to all the resources you have and just do something like, like the first step for me might not be the first step for you. You know, the first step for me, like I said, like I, I realized my worth, you know, and then I realized I, I'm going to tell myself to do. So I, I put myself to work, you know? So if it's, if it's you just realize that there is a lot of responsibility that comes with being like an entrepreneur. It's not like all like flowers and fucking like Rolex watches and Lamborghinis and like mansions and pretty women, like that is not like the ideal uh, perception we want to give off because it's like, dude, a lot of fucking people don't think about like the sacrifices, like the long nights, the early mornings, you know, the the relationships you lose. Too many people are going to get stuck in this. What can I do? What do I have to do? I need it to be perfect. I need to know everything. I need all the answers stage and they're going to basically get stuck in what's called the analysis paralysis stage, mm-hmm. right? Where they're just like thinking too much and they don't do anything. So it's like, you got to just do something. You got to just do something. Like that would be, you know, the one way to ensure yourself that you're going to, you know, start to see results because I like, dude, if you don't make a change and nothing's going to change, uh, that's really how it goes, you know? Um, and, and for people who are like, dude, how do we, 
start a personal brand? How do we start a business? It's like, man, you don't have to know everything. Like, you don't have to know all of the details. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's a lot of people have that misconception too. It's like, you'll figure it out along the way and you'll learn as you go. And obviously, you know, nothing's perfect. You're going to make mistakes too. So I think people are afraid to make mistakes, which, you know, inhibits them. It deters them from even, you know, taking that first step because they're afraid to fail. So don't be afraid to fail. I would say is also a key thing. Don't be afraid to invest money and waste money. You know, man, I've, I've spent a lot of money, spent a lot of money, invested a lot of money in, in, in ads, um, in programs, in, in seminars, content, you know, and it's all paid out. It's all paid off. Like, it's yeah. all come back. So, it's like, people, you can't be afraid, you know, to, to, to take risks, you know. So, that's the key thing about being an entrepreneur is, like, you're taking risks all the time. You know, yeah. there is not, there, there's not that guarantee um, because, you know, every day is a little different, you know, rather than going into the job and it's kind of monotonous. So, yeah, so like it keeps it exciting. Mm-hmm. So like basically for, you know, the beginner that's watching, um what's something that, you know, if you could go back and tell yourself uh when you first started off that uh I don't know, you would go back and tell them. Think bigger. Hmm. And don't let your emotions get in the way. Gotcha. I would say Find somebody, find multiple people who have done what you want, have got what you want to acquire. They've been where you want to go. Talk to them. Pay to get their time. Pick their brains, learn from them, find mentors, whether they can be tangible physically or you got to go on the internet or read about it. Just learn, shortcut your success, you know, so that you don't make as many mistakes or any mistakes, you know. You can always learn what to do and what not to do from a book or a person, so... Uh, make sure you're getting the right information. Don't get the wrong information because that'll put you 10 years behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so just to make it simple, just believe in yourself, really. Hmm. Yeah, so do you have any last words to close? Yeah, I want to say thank you for inviting me on the podcast. It's really an awesome opportunity. Yeah, thank you for that, coming, man. Uh, yeah, man, I hope that, you know, everything goes well on your side, man, and That's maybe well. we can link up with Maybe do another episode sometime. You know, I'm sure you're going to be super successful. Um, I want to say shout out to all my followers. I want to shout out to about, you know, everybody who's just, just follow me now, all the new followers. Hopefully, you know, um, welcome to, the, to what we got going on. I want to shout out my parents. I want to shout out to God, first and foremost, realistically, you know, above all. Um, and I just want to say life is what you make of it. It's really short, too. It's really precious. Every second is very fragile. You got to mean what you say. You got to say what you do and do what you say and say what you mean and and be a good person. Be somebody who operates uh, with integrity. If you don't know what the word integrity means, go look it up. Be somebody who has good ethics. Be somebody who stands for something positive. Spread love. Be unconditionally supportive of other people and realize that you are something so great and so divine and God put you here for a purpose, you know? So I pray that all of you find your purpose and live mm. it up to its fullest potential. Definitely. I really appreciate it, man. All right. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.